Welcome to the family with. Here, I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Here we go. Welcome to the family with. Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen. Co host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. And Michael Bryant. See, everybody's here today. Everybody's in attendance. We who. Now, what were you going to say? I have my I have my putter from Ethan. Excellent. Why do you have a baby pretend putter? What? I've got a because I oh, make one a of hole his in many, one after. Oh, look at how one big of his many Home Depot. Look how big his hands are. That's wow. Things. That oh, boy's that's got some big hands. That boy does. Yeah, he does. That's because I just brought it in. Just, today. Oh today. yes, uh, Melissa takes oh. Ethan to Home Depot yes. to do little free. They've got these little free project things for kids. Cool. Yes. And, they and that's made what a you did? Yeah, Dan mm-hmm. so made. Dan Uh-oh, made. Is it going to stay on it? Stay on it? Is it going to stay on it? What did Dan Dan has made a fire truck. Fire he doesn't take walk. the kids to it anymore. He just goes by himself? He's go, he goes and makes <laughs> yeah, things by he himself? Makes, no, with Hangs around with small he's children brought, He's brought that the aren't kids his? to make, I don't know, uh, some stuff. I don't hmm. remember. I remember a fire truck. There hmm. were other things, but the fire truck's the only thing I can think of. Not oh. a problem. That's cute that they do that. Yeah. It's, it's very yeah, cute. It's, cute. it's like little kits. It's yeah. very and sweet. And during COVID, you could just go and pick them up and bring them home. Oh, that's and nice, them too. At home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, not the kids, the... <laughs> yeah, pick up the kids. Yeah, pick up strange children. Pick up strange children. Not yet. Or, yeah, not COVID, mm-hmm. hopefully. Mm-hmm. All right, now, they told me during the morning show to avoid these, but I want to run a couple. I'm just oh, going to do a couple. No. What? I don't. What is this? What do you mean, oh, no? When you're what told to avoid things, yeah, wonder you why. automatically bring them up. It's going to be interesting. The so. best dad jokes of all time. Oh. They could be good. They no, could they're, be. Not they're not meant to be good. Sometimes they're not, they're they're not they're meant, meant to be, be good. like that, you know. So. The whole point is how bad they are. This is not a dad joke. What did sure, one wall like say to the other way. wall? Meet you at the corner. That's not a dad joke. It is? Say it again. What did one wall say to the other wall? Meet you at the corner. That's a dad joke. Yeah, that's definitely a dad It joke. is? Yeah. 100%. I'm scared of elevators, so I'm taking steps to avoid them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hilarious. Want to hear a joke about pizza? Never mind, it's too cheesy. Uh, these are the worst jokes. These you are, are right. definitely dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Terrible jokes. When you ask uh, if he got a haircut, he says, no, I got them all cut. Oh, yeah. That I have heard. Yes. Oh, yeah. I've that's heard. a major dad joke. I got them all sure cut. Yeah. Oh, God, whatever. When your mom says, how do I look? And he says, with your eyes. Oh, Jesus. These are the worst jokes I've ever heard. I only know 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. Uh, uh, well, that's kind of clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, think a, I think kids somewhat. would laugh at these. Maybe. Maybe. Kids would, yeah. I have a book of them, so. Maybe. Well, well it's Fawn hard. would just stare at you like, who are you? What? <laughs> what? Sage you? would laugh. <laughs> even though he wouldn't even really know no, what was going on. Because yeah. I've tried to do Tad jokes to the kids. Like, Fawn got a book of Scooby-Doo jokes oh, yeah, from I the library. Yep. Scooby. And she doesn't understand any of them. Because it's all, like, plays on words. Yeah. Like, yeah. Meet, what did one wall say to the other, meet you at the corner? Yeah, like, they'd but, be like, what? Yeah, kids don't really get puns until they're probably like eight or nine, I would guess. Yeah, probably. Or maybe even Even older. older, Maybe ten, I'd say, maybe. Because I, yeah, they both just look at me like, what are you? A hundred percent of the jokes that I say, they don't understand. No. Okay, so Michael, I got to run this by you. One, because you're... You weren't there, and two, because you're an attorney, you could probably have to protect me from the rest of my family. Mm-hmm. 
So it was Father's Day for us on Saturday because, you know, Andy's a father, so he had yesterday. Dan's a father, so he had yesterday. So we did my Father's Day on Saturday. Okay. Right? <clears throat> so Sagey gives me a, a card that he made by hand. Mm-hmm. And it just says, Happy Father's Day, bop, bop, love you. But Fawn's and the looks on Catherine's, Alex, and, and Dan's face after I read this, <laughs> they looked like, what the hell is that? Yeah. Fawny gives me her handmade card, and it says, Happy Father's Day, Bop Bop. I open it up, and inside it says, You are the king. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I don't know. Uh, Nice. I think she's a suck up. She's a suck up. Yeah, that's what it is. Your little daughter is a suck up, maybe. I don't know. I'm the king. What do you mean? I don't know where she comes up with these things. I love that. Well, when we did that uh, grandparents' day yeah and she oh yeah and she had made up all she was supposed to put words on it was a, bingo like a bingo it was thing like and describing had, your p- grandparents and it was out of a list that they had made up in class yes yeah. but fawn added her own words yeah. like extraordinary marvelous elegant, elegant. <laughs> it's like and so she didn't win any bingo because she just made up a bunch of words, words that most first graders don't even know what they mean. Well, and then she she looks at me. She sat down and I she says, I described you as elegant. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, elegant? Who are you, child? I don't know. Elegant? <laughs> really? How do you even know this word? She's something that Tony Shalhoub's going to show up any time and... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you have it. Yeah, I don't. She's. I'm reading a book to her right now. So she reads on her own every day, and then I read a chapter book to her at night. And as I'm reading it, I'm like, I think she might be the only seven year old that would enjoy this book. Because hmm. it's, I would think, for much older children, not that it's inappropriate. Are you it's just War and really. Peace yes. Yeah, War and Peace. No, it's, take a book, a while. it's a really good book. If you know any. Um, it says it's for eight to 12 i think on the book stretch for reading skills really but it's it's not really about the skills it's about the content yeah but think about an eight-year-old versus a 12-year-old 12-year-olds are yeah and much more they're almost teenagers yeah yeah. well (laughs) an eight-year-old yeah or maybe it's eight to ten whatever anyway and it's like about this family that moves to someplace in shetland for the summer so the dad can work on the lighthouse and the mom is looking for a greenland shark and you find out early on in the book that the mom dies and it's and then it's it's all it's like walt disney write this book or what yeah Yeah, exactly Exactly. they really do i know Uh and they like compare the she makes a friend that's really into outer space, but she's into the ocean because of what her parents do. And so there's mm. a lot of comparisons between like the universe and the ocean and all this stuff. And she's like, sounds s- very deep. She's super into it. And I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> well, I was reading Goosebumps by the time I was what? Probably eight or nine. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think I was technically too young for those. But I, I think, was yeah. Them. And I think she will probably be super into Goosebumps once she's reading chapter mm-hmm. books because she's every, all my friends call her my spooky kid. Hmm. Spooky she likes kid. scary stuff and it doesn't scare her. Goosebumps never scared me either. Yeah, because it's just, like, she knows that it's just a yeah, story. Yeah, it's not real. It doesn't so. right. upset her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, boys, yeah, weren't bothered by Goosebumps. Yeah. Thomas mm-hmm. read them. So, I don't know. I started reading comic books when I was like seven years old. Oh, God, yeah. That's you know, and I'd tell right. my mom all these emotional things about all these extra things. She was always like, what the hell? You little freak. I know. Now graphic you know? graphic novels are a thing. Like It's like basically like a comic book, but it's a whole book, mm-hmm. which I hate them. 
You hate what? Like reading those is so <clears throat> irritating because you're just bouncing around. Well, there's from no like person. flow. Yeah, there's no flow, and you're just like he says this, and then yeah. he said like it's yeah. just. So when you're reading it out loud, it's uh, it really diff- It's really stupid. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you have to. That's something that you have to read in your head, or else mm-hmm. it just makes no sense. What are you talking about now? Comic graphic, books. No, graphic, comic book. Like graphic, 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 graphic novels. Novel, comic books. Different stuff. comic books. Though. They're very but similar. Comic books are very consistent. So. No, well, but, but like reading try a narrating com- a comic. Yeah, reading a comic dumb. book yes. to a child. Like, and then Superman really jumps yeah, over the building, and then Superman yeah. says, mm-hmm. and yeah. then Lex Luthor says, it just sounds Right, there's dumb. a lot going on in a frame. Yeah, Sage was given one for his birthday, and I'm like, well, we'll just wait until you can read, because I'm not reading this to you. Or Dan can read it to you. David claimed he could read like two years before he could read. Actually could read? <laughs> He'd be like, oh, I read that book. Oh, like, really? Did he really? <laughs> yeah. Sure. I like that, actually. Yeah. Fawn yeah, read, read to a, a guinea time, pig yeah. on Saturday. Oh. It's very heard. cute. It's very cute. The she public... read to a guinea pig? Yep. Name S'more. <laughs> at the public. She... At the public library. Oh, the library. Okay. They have programs where it's like, oh, children can practice reading out loud. And there's a certified service animal that's there and they're like usually it's dogs but the library that we went to it was a guinea pig see and it was very cute she fed it some celery mm-hmm. we had to hear it and then she read it and now she wants a guinea pig well she's wanted a guinea pig for like a year <laughs> i'm sure and i told her that she can have one when she's 10 do they smell a little that's what i've heard not, you have not to if you clean them you, up yeah very you well. can bathe them yeah the the person who had the guinea pig sat there and told us information about guinea pigs all rodents smell unless you wash them well, and clean think, yeah, that's think about a cat that's box true. if you clean it every day yeah. it doesn't stink yeah. exactly. mm-hmm. if you don't clean it every day it stinks and i think guinea pigs actually enjoy baths my what friend cam kelly smell? had guinea pigs and they whistle and yeah they make all sort of weird they make little they like whistle? Whistle? kind of like pig whistle. noises but if you don't take care of them oh i've been in a couple houses where oh, people yeah, don't gross. really take care of them it's like my eyes get Irritated, Same right? As cats. I walk in, I can barely breathe. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, or dogs, or do- yeah. any, or people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. used know people. Right. I used yeah, to know people this too. kind of prominent family in high school, and they let their dogs into the basement because they never used the basement. It was a very lovely oh, house in Edina, oh and they let the dogs take a shit and piss yeah. all winter long. What? Oh. They didn't want to. The little doggies didn't want to go outside, and none of them would go out and take it for a walk. Even the kids, hmm. nobody oh. would do it. So the Dogs like were sent downstairs, the and they didn't clean filth. it. Not until like later on. Ugh. Oh, yuck! Uh, Gross. Didn't that waft up through the floor? You would think. People are disgusting and yeah. ruin yeah. the floor. <laughs> and and they just the floor. Yeah, you're right. The, the urine wrecks the floor. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Like yeah. we, yeah. when we moved in, it's got in, acid in it, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we moved into our house, which hadn't been lived in for a number of years, with a dog in it at all. Jude used to always go to this one spot and in our floor and pee. Because used to pee there all the time. And it was yeah. probably like 15 yeah. years old. Yeah. And the carpet had been cleaned. Yeah. But yeah, it gets Under in Under the floor, you'll find like a big spot. or a yep. big, yeah. 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 Well, yeah, when yeah, we, yeah. we removed those carpets because it was white. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we can't have white. Not with children no, and Not pets. with kids. No. No. And it was in the dining well, room. Well, they won't be white for like, long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We were just like, we're not doing Once this. you're 60, you can have white carpets. <laughs> yeah. And so no, we replaced your grandchildren it. come over. Nope. Never. That's true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Maybe when you're 85, yeah. you can have white carpets. Never. Yeah. But yeah. It's all true. Mm-hmm. Don't go. Yeah, I, I just, I, whatever. It all works out in the end. That's all I know. That's so so do you have a good Saturday, King? 
It was yeah. The king had yeah. a great the Saturday. King it was God the, the, help us all, honestly. <laughs> this Vaughn. ain't gonna go over big. <laughs> Little no Vaughn coming it. up. No, as a matter of fact, we have a new neighbor, Brett, in our neighborhood. He's okay. He played. He was a hockey player in Philadelphia. Oh, cool. Great guy. Uh, the Flyers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Flyers. Okay. Cool. Um, but he he was commenting. He said, "Tom, you are the luckiest some bitch on earth because your wife, your kids, their kids, everybody comes over every weekend and you hang out and." They ride that. He said the happiness. They, he, the, he loved the happiness of it all. You guys still doing your Friday get together thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We matter of fact, we're gonna we're gonna try to get Jimmy Francis wants to bring his grill truck. Oh, cool. An entire carver wants to bring the ice cream. Truck. Oh, fun. But we got to get this date nailed down mm-hmm. because it's getting you know like Nana just said. What? It's June nineteenth. Yes. <laughs> oh, it goes fast. It, it summer does. It winter goes doesn't. fast. My favorite month true. is May, and it's over, gone. Why, why is May? Because it's my birthday. Oh, that'll be a good and start. And because of uh, baseball rolling, and you true. get you get uh, the sun starts coming, and there's all sorts of great things in May. <clears> Plus, <throat> the, um, you, you're getting in the middle of, of the Triple Crown for, for horse racing. Yeah. All sorts of things are going on. So many things. Did they have it three is. different winners of the Triple Crown? Each this year stage? we did. I thought yeah, this so, year yeah. we did. Yeah. There was a different horse yeah. in every. Well, race. we got you got uh, Fort or Forte got uh, got uh, knocked out of the first one because of, oh. of, of of health issues, and then second was a complete surprise, and then third was was that woman trainer that I didn't see. So, which. This is like the third time it's happened to me where I've spent lots of times, knew a lot about what was going on and all set. And I've talked to somebody who's like, oh, I think I want that horse. It's <laughs> like out of the blue and that's yeah. the horse right. that wins. It's like, this just ruins it's, all the work I did. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Gambling is no, a lot of times it's just, I like that pretty color on mm-hmm. that jockey. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that horse, <laughs> if you could name predict, is... If you could predict the winner reliably, then it's they wouldn't make any money. Yeah. So yeah, 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 it's kind yeah, of the I deal. I know. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. 
You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. We have our guest on the Excellent. line, Alicia. Yes. Alicia Cooper with us. How are you doing, Alicia? Good. No, I'm just great. How are you doing? How are you guys doing? I love this voice. Already. She's very enthusiastic. <laughs> well, okay, then. There's no question about it, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Alicia Cooper, her comedy special airing on Amazon on Friday, June 30th, just 11 days from now. Alicia Cooper was born with a mic in her hand. It was a medical miracle and a sign that her mother either had an iron deficiency. I'm not even going to read any more of this, Alicia. Yeah. I'm going to hand it off to yes. you. You're up, sister. Thank you. Yes, I'm just, everything is true. Everything is true. I was born with a mic in my hand. I've been doing stand-up comedy for 22 years. Wow. And this is my first Amazon special, so I'm very excited yeah, about good it. Good for you. Excellent. For president, and we're ready to do this. <laughs> so you're running for president? Yes, I'm running. About, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a write-in candidate because I cannot uh, get the seven hundred and twenty million dollars that it's going to take. <laughs> yeah. So I just need people to write my name in. Years ago, I met this person that that I was talking to at a convention up in North, I think it was in North Dakota, mm. and it was the year. It was two years after the Reagan Mondale election, and she told me that she ran for president, and she looked me in the eye and said, "I didn't win." Like. <laughs> <laughs> really? I thought you did. Are you sure you didn't win? Like, well, thank you for that information. <laughs> so you can work that into your into your bit. You know, Alicia. I didn't win. <laughs> Alicia, you did me a huge favor this morning because I literally have only about a year and a half left now. A little, eh, yeah, right around a year and a half left, and I got nobody to vote for. So now that you came on, now I got somebody to vote for. Yes, you have some, and I'm from the D.C. area, DC. so I know politics, mm -hmm. and I am mm -hmm. the right one to vote for. Let me tell you what I'm going to do first. I'm going to reverse those airline bag fees. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> They've Love been it. milking us for far too long. Yes. <laughs> nice. They made their money back after 9-11 and then some. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm going to reverse those. And, and then I'm going to stop the, uh, you know, you know, we pay for Secret Service for the lifetime of a president. Mm-hmm. We are still paying for round-the-clock Secret Service for Jimmy Carter. Yep. So you know, Jimmy is 99 years old. I don't think anybody, like, who is after Jimmy <laughs> yeah, Carter? <really. laughs> we can take that out the budget. Yes. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> we are good to yeah, go. That's a red line right mm-hmm. there on that budget. Yeah. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I have some serious policies coming down the then they said it costs millions of dollars to execute a criminal. I can do that a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> get, a, get a 1979, 1979 Pinto in an old garage. Oh, boom. Backseat, counting the carbon monoxide, gone. <laughs> How much was it? My name is... $42.86. Hey, $42.86. Okay, excellent, Alicia. My name is Alicia Cooper, and I approve this message. <laughs> Alicia, you already got my vote, I'm here to tell you. Absolutely. You already got Thanks. one vote. Thank you. So, That's all what I would you do if you actually got it? Yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you worked at any of the clubs up here? Uh, you know, years ago, I have not been there recently, and I love Minnesota. Let mm-hmm. me tell you that they have the smartest audiences. It is so much would love to get back, but I haven't been in years. You got to get up here, Alicia, honest to God. She's waiting to sell those airline. Don't charge her for a bag. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> get up here. Well, that's okay. I, I just put all my all, everything in my luggage on my body. Yeah, just wear it all. <laughs> just wear it. Yeah, wear it right on. Wear I don't, I don't you do that, roll the bag up to the front so they're like, oh, you can put your bag in. Oh, yeah. 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 That's a scam. Yeah. That's a good I scam. Every trick in the book. <laughs> you know, and then after I put all my clothes and they're like, ma'am, you're leaving your luggage. I'm like, you mean my hat? <laughs> What's the comedy scene like around D.C.? Oh, the comedy scene is amazing. Is First it? of all, what I loved about doing comedy there is that you'll look out in the audience and there'll be senators and dignitaries oh. in the audience and yeah it's really really it's, it's a great place to do stand-up and another place where you know there's so many universities in the dc area that okay. people actually have some brains so you can really have a good time <laughs> with the dc audience okay. yes it is, it is great they come out to have a good time and they don't take stuff too seriously you know there's some markets where everybody's so uptight every I'd rather have silence than groans, mm-hmm, yeah. you know. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's great. The comedy scene is great in the DC area. That's good. Good, good. See, that's a wonderful thing. Yeah, you got to get up here, Alicia. You gotta, there are so many great comedy clubs up here, as you know. You you got to come in the studio. That's all there is to it. Okay, okay. I'm I'm gonna put that on my list to get back to Minnesota. <laughs> it's on the list. That's so, what I always it. say. It's on the list. <laughs> when's your Amazon? When's your Amazon special? It's uh, June 30th. June 30th, okay. Yes, yes. If everybody can please put an alert on their phone for June 30th, that will really help me out. I need a lot of eyeballs on this special. So does has, does Amazon do a lot of comedians? Well, what happened was I was in a festival in Las Vegas. So I went down to the festival, and I found out part of being in that particular festival was that they record you for an Amazon special. I was like, oh, okay, I guess it would help if I read a contract. But, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, so that came from me doing this last After Dark Festival, actually. Okay. Oh. No, Alicia, and they have a deal with Amazon. 
Oh, excellent. Alicia, you're a very funny person. Do you know when it started? When when did you know you were funny? Um, You know what? I heard that all my life on the school bus. Yep. You know, so, yep. you know, in elementary school, I heard it. But my family is hilarious, you know, so... Um, it was just it was just something, you know, easy for us to do. We don't take things too seriously. And my older cousin, Karen, she was nine years older than me. She got kicked out by her mom for being mouthy. And my <laughs> mother would take everybody in. So I'm eight and Karen is 17 and I'm watching everything she's watching, which consists of a bunch of comics. And a lot of them we were sneaking to listen to, you know, from Richard Pryor. Oh, to, sure. We were listening to Millie Jackson. Y'all remember Millie yep, Jackson? Yep, I do. Yep. You know, so I'm eight years old listening to Millie Jackson. So I didn't realize that the comedy was in, in me all along from who I grew up listening to and sneaking around to hear. And then um, HBO's Deaf Comedy Jam hit, and I didn't realize that people were writing material. I thought they were just you know, improv mm-hmm. And I didn't realize they had been working this out for years in the club before we saw it. And I was like, oh, I can do that. So I started jumping on stage without anything prepared. And I was bombing <laughs> like I should have been. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm not as funny as I've been told that I was. But <laughs> I, I bombed three times and I quit. And so when I got to L.A. in the year 2000, I was working on talk shows. One of the other producers made me do it again. And so then I took it seriously, and I started getting some laughs, and which gave me inspiration. And then I, I stuck with it. I, I would work all day, and I would go to the clubs at night. And I did that for eight years until I just uh, quit my day job and started doing it full-time in 2008. Have, have you ever done anything like Crash and Burn? Have I ever done anything like Crash and Burn? Right. Do you, do you know what I'm talking no. about? It's no. it's this thing they do at Acme, and I know some other clubs do it, where you you it's a week or a five days worth of nights, and you start you can you, you don't use jokes you've ever used before, and then you develop them over the time. So it's I like I tend to go the first night and the last night because it's really cool to see the development, and um, Schlegel's the one who runs yep. the one here, yep. and it's really cool to watch the thought process. I mean, there's so much work that goes into a joke. You know, to make mm-hmm. it work and all the different parts yeah. that, you know, that's it's amazing. So when you talk about just jumping on stage and, you know, suddenly have to fill 10 minutes, it isn't easy. No, God, no. Yeah. Oh, I would love an exercise like that, the crash and burn exercise now that I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Because it is that I'm still adding tags to jokes I wrote 12 years ago. Hmm. You know, so it's, 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 it's always a process in this. It's never, a joke is never done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alicia, is it a problem now? Because, I mean, obviously for a couple of years or two, three years, not a lot of... We, we used to have every Friday, the comedians, the Thursday and Friday, the comedians that came to town would come in and do my show, my morning show. And that has not been going on much for the last three years. It's starting to kick in again. I mean, luckily, you, you, still, you guys still did call in and all the rest of it. But um, And then... I guess what I'm trying to get to is here, Alicia. So all of a sudden there was COVID for three years. And then when you get back, there are certain things you cannot say, certain jokes you cannot tell. How badly did, did, it, did it affect comedians that there are, well, you can't tell that joke anymore. That's just not right. It's got to be tough, I would think. You know what? The funny thing for me after COVID, I think things improved. Good. Because, Good. because people were so happy to be out again. Yep. But mm-hmm. they were like, we're not going to mess this up. We're just happy for the entertainment, you know. And I found that they laughed more. They groaned 
Good. They were more appreciative of the art form. Good. I felt like it was getting bad up until COVID. When we came back, people were so happy. They were laughing at setups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, it was for me, it was just the opposite. People got less... Um, less uh, 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 offended by everything. That's what I that's what I found. I don't know if other people had different experiences, but for me it got better. I I and, saw a lot like that comedians I saw before COVID and after. You could see the ones that used COVID to get better. You know, like yeah. they used, you know, um when they were on uh like the computer doing it where they weren't with the audience, they developed more skills. Mm-hmm. And then there's yeah. a whole group of other comedians that are doing the exact same act they did before. It's like, I've seen this whole act oh, before yeah. and yeah. you're lazy as hell. Yeah. You are definitely lazy if you didn't use COVID to write, because I would do those zoom shows because mm-hmm. you could write your stuff down and actually look on the right of your monitor at your jokes. You know, so mm-hmm. it was a great uh, workout kind of situation where that was it was actually really good, those Zoom shows, because you could keep your paper with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so I wrote a whole lot of stuff during the during the pandemic. And, and yeah, I don't I don't understand people who don't want to do new jokes. I guess maybe they're afraid of, of, of failure. But that's what this is about. You can't get better without failing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that is true. Alicia, do you think. Uh, if he came along today, that Richard Pryor would have to change the name of every album he ever released. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I think he too. would at least be be told to change it. Now, whether he changed it or not is the next thing, but he would be advised to change it. You know, and I'm I'm just so glad that I came up in that era where there was a Pryor, where there was you know a Murphy, yes. where there were people. That just said what they said, and and, and looking back on it, yeah, we'll be saying it politically incorrect, but it's telling you where we were in the country at that time. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. You know, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, and I, I just feel like um, this is my thing about cancel culture. I don't think anybody <clears throat> should be canceled for the jokes they say. If you don't like what they're saying, just don't support them. Yes, don't okay. spend your money with them. Don't watch their special, but don't try to cancel them because there's a group of people who love exactly what they do. Mm-hmm. But Alicia, I got to be honest with you. As a 15-year-old young white kid going into Music City downtown Minneapolis and asking for Richard Pryor's new album, and a guy saying to me, "What's the name of it?" and I said, "I cannot tell you the name of it." <laughs> that was a little difficult, Alicia. I'll tell you that. Look, just write it down and hold it up. Yo, yeah, even that I don't think would have gone over too big. Is Although the when you were 15, I bet you a lot of people were using that word. <laughs> oh, they were still back then. Without in, much issue. In my neighborhood, absolutely. North absolutely. Minneapolis, absolutely throwing that word right around. But he, he did change comedy forever and for the better. He was one of the most brilliant people of all time. Mm. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really was. He really was. And you could see his influence in every other comic Yep, today. yep. You know, yeah, no um, yeah, 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 yeah. And Paul Mooney, Paul Mooney wrote yep. a lot of those jokes. And I, I had the the blessing in D.C. of opening for Paul Mooney and Dick Gregory. <laughs> oh wow! And just watching the two of them, they God. it was a master class. You know, it was a master class. They were so different, but they both um, they were fearless, both of them. You yeah. know, and I think comedy, uh, the best comics are fearless. Hmm. It's a great line, Paul Mooney, the first time, because I've been in radio for 52 years now, radio and podcast and all the rest of it. First time I ever interviewed Paul Mooney, I go, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome, uh, I'll be in town on Saturday night, welcome Paul Mooney. And the first thing he says to me is, what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> 
which I thought was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we need the comedy. That's the other thing about this, you know, three years of the pandemic and all that stuff. And people, yeah. I don't know if people forgot how to laugh, but it's from, from when you tell me they have not forgotten how to laugh, which is great news. No, they really have not. They really have not. It, to me, it feels it feels different. Good. You know, it feels better. It feels like people are less uptight. I'm like, what is everybody so uptight about at a comedy club? Did mm-hmm. you come to laugh or not? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, you know, we've we've been interviewing comedians, comedians for years now on this show, and a lot of them were starting to talk about the fact that doing comedy wasn't as much fun anymore for them because mm-hmm. you had to be so careful because audiences are so offended so easily. Are you, did you notice that? And do you see that lightening up a little bit? I do see it lightening up. I, I, a lot of uh, myself included stopped doing colleges for that very reason. Yep, yeah. That's what yep. they are. That's all that a lot of them kept on saying. Yep. Yeah, it's not, it's not fun. You know, it's, it's, it's like doing a church. I wouldn't do a church either. It's not fun. You know, so, um, yeah, it, it, it was exactly like that up until the pandemic. But now I noticed, you know, and also I think it depends on what you're saying and the way you're saying it, you know, um, for, the, for the people who love to be aggrieved. So you might, yeah. you know, there's another way that you can rewrite this joke and then get get by with with you know not offending people i think it's what you're saying how you're setting it up um uh, and what your point is with the joke mm-hmm. you know so um you have to be a lot more creative today okay i like how you, know? you said that that like to be aggrieved mm-hmm. <laughs> well there's a lot of those i know it's almost like a party <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my mind, if let's try to live in. Uh, why don't we take like uh, a couple of months off of no telling funny stories or jokes and see how you like your life without humor in it? Mm-hmm. It'd be ridiculously mm-hmm. horrible. There are those that would yeah. be fine yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Some people would love that. There's no question about it. Was there your one laughter extends your life? Right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It does. Alicia, was there one person that really inspired you as a young girl? One person, one comedian. Yeah, Gene. Yep. You know what? I really enjoyed watching Marsha Warfield coming up. Mm-hmm. You know, when I first saw her, she was very creative and and just smart. And I didn't know who she was. And my cousin Karen, of course, was watching her. So I started watching Marsha Warfield, and she just had me cracking up. Hmm. You know, and then she did my favorite movie back then, DC Cab. Oh, yeah, DC Cab. That's right. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yep, Charlie Barnett, the late, great Charlie Barnett was in DC Cab. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she was one. There was a lot of the women comics that I liked. I liked um, Rita Rudner. Mm. Oh yeah, yep. uh, I like uh, the late Judy Tenuta. Julie Tenuta. She uh, she's dead. I didn't know that. Yeah, she oh. died about maybe three months ago. Oh jeez, oh, that's wow. terrible. I didn't even know. She used that. to play the sax, right? Didn't she used to play some instrument? It, it was like some sort of accordion thing. Oh, the accordion. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, I like Joan Rivers. Everybody oh, likes Joan Rivers. Yeah. yeah, she was. You know, so um, th- those were the ladies that I paid attention to um, a lot. Then uh, later on, Margaret Show. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But there were so many great comics that just had you crying, laughing. And, and, you know, you don't even realize how much you need laughter in your life until you watch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, I, you know, I'm looking back now at how my life would have been different. Again, I'm re-referencing, I guess, Richard Pryor because I was 15 years old. I don't if if we if we can't have Richard Pryor anymore or anybody like Richard Pryor, I don't know how we're going to adjust to go from our teens into adulthood and carry on. Uh, you know, have a, have a few laughs, have a good time, and all the rest of that. Mm-hmm. But you're telling mm-hmm. me that that comedy's making a big comeback out in the clubs now, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, I think it is. I think it is making a comeback. Um, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting what happens next. You know, I, I'm 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 here for the ride and here to see where it's going. But you know, um, yeah, yeah, I, I really I have hope that we will be able to continue this art form. And that I just feel like if there's words and language and things you don't want to hear, let us hear it, and you just support the people that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Right. You know, actually, an older fella told me one time, I guess about a year or two ago, something like that. He was a friend of mine's grandfather. And we we're talking about comedy, this, that, and the other thing, and you know, I, and he he just kept saying over and over and over again, you know, the last place it didn't have funny people was Nazi Germany. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, whoa! <laughs> I guess I guess that's a very good point, now, isn't it? Sir? Hello there. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> so let's not I get there. About it like that. <laughs> but it's true. It is true. I, I just I don't know it. How how many days a year you spend on the road? You know, I'm doing less on the road right now than prior years because okay. I'm now I'm trying to move over into filmmaking. So I started directing short films that I wrote. Hmm. So I just came back from a film festival in Miami midnight last night. Hmm. <laughs> so are they comedies? One is a comedy and two are dramas. Okay. Oh, cool. And see, this is the thing about comedians. We're actually better... Uh, dramatically than we are on uh, funny. We're better dramatic actors, hmm. and uh, and we gravitate towards drama. If you think about a lot of the comics, they won Oscars for drama. That's true. Whether it's, That's uh, true. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, 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 Jamie Foxx for Ray, Monique right. for Precious, yep. um, uh, 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 what's the guy for, um, he passed away, um, Robin Williams. Oh, oh yeah, uh, Robin Williams. People forget yeah. that Michael Keaton was a stand-up. Oh, yeah, that's right. So yep. many, yeah, Ray yeah, Romano so has definitely. People. Yeah, yeah, we mm-hmm. gravitate toward the dramatic roles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I found myself writing dramas. <laughs> Interesting. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, as far as the road, I probably would say I might be gone maybe twenty-five weeks now. Ooh, that's still a lot. That's still yeah. A lot yeah, yeah, that is yeah to be on a road. Yeah, and when's that road yeah, going to leave not Minnesota? Hopefully soon. <laughs> I love Minnesota. I love Minnesota. You, you now you got me. I'm gonna I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there soon because I'm gonna get on the get on that because I do want to come back. I love Minnesota. Well, you got to come in and do this show when you're back. We we absolutely have to have you in studio. Oh, absolutely. I would love it. I would love it. And I'm the type of person I don't care what anybody says comedically as long as it's funny. <laughs> you know, yeah. one one joke that made me crack up. Do you guys remember the Flavor Flav roast? Mm-hmm. Oh God! Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. On Comedy Central. That 
on comedy. That roast is still my favorite roast of all time because it was so funny. Lisa Lampanelli told a joke. <laughs> oh, God. Which she said to Jimmy Kimmel. She said, Jimmy Kimmel, black people don't even know who you are because you come on. Because you come on after lights out. <laughs> I laugh so hard. Me and my mother, we sit eyes straight <sighs> out laughing. I don't care what you say as long as it's funny. It's only mean when it's not funny. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> I, no, see, I agree with that. I agree. We, we should be able to if go out. If somebody's mad, you might need to rewrite it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, let's have fun. Enjoy one, one another's company. Make fun of one another. Have a good time. Like, calm down. Yeah, yeah. Make fun of everybody. Now you say something about a fat person, you're fat phobic. <laughs> I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don Rickles would have a lot of problems today. Oh, oh God, he would. Right. He would. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. I just, I cannot wait to meet you. Got to have you in studio, Alicia Cooper. We got to go see you when you're in town. But yeah, and so in the meantime, you got to call in once in a while. I will. I absolutely will. I will. I will call in. Yep, I will do that. I'm gonna put that on my calendar. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call in so much. I'm like, it's Alicia again. <laughs> it works for me. Now I have a question for you. Uh, your your specials on Amazon now is that Amazon Prime is it I mean it, Amazon Prime okay I wanted yeah. to make sure that people knew it was Amazon Prime we're talking about that's a good channel by the way they do a really nice job on there with humor yes they do they do a great job it's so much fun content on that so yes it is Amazon Prime and it is Friday the thirtieth you know what time of the day is it released like two o'clock in the morning like they do now it does like at twelve a.m. twelve a.m. Soon as that day hits is yep. when it releases. So yeah. it's like 12 a.m., 12.01 right. a.m. I've watched whatever. a lot of them before anybody gets up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. right. I want everybody to watch it at 12.01 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> we could close with this. Man, you were just talking there, Michael. Uh, we told him about a show, a Canadian show called Corner Gas. I believe there are some like 55 episodes. Michael watched mm-hmm. all of them in one weekend. Jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like what? Yep. He watched the whole that was, that thing. Was a good show. It, it, yeah, it's a, it's a Canadian comedy. This guy named Brett Brent Butts. Brent Butt. Brent Butt. Butt. But we never heard of him before, and we started. Well, I don't know. We got Freevee or something, and mm-hmm. yep. it was suggested yeah. for us. Yep. And that show will make you crack up too. Yep. Very very. Okay. His name alone has sold me. Oh, wow. <laughs> and and what else can you be but a comedian with that name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> President Butt doesn't sound. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome no. President Senator Butt. Senator Butt. No. Senator no. Butt. No, you're right. I, That's I don't not think good. So. <laughs> it's not working. Prime Minister Butt. Yeah. Prime Minister. Ooh, that's even better. Prime Minister Butt. I like it. Alicia, come back soon. Thank you for your time. Take today. care. Good talking to you. Thank you. Y'all have a good day. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. 
and tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mm. Wouldn't it be nice if all people were that pleasant? Oh, yeah. Very yeah. Nice. You know, she was on the pilot for uh, Raising Hope. Oh, she was? Oh, wow. was she really? Wow. But she never made the, mo- uh, the show, huh? That Apparently was a great not. show. We should- that's another one we could put. Some of these shows that we haven't watched in so many years, you can rewatch them. You're like, it's like brand new because mm, yeah. it's. Yeah. I don't remember any well, of these I mean, episodes. Well, I mean, it went off the air nine years ago, so. It's weird when you watch one of those old ones and suddenly you see actors like, oh, that's why I know. Yes, that's why I knew absolutely. that person beforehand. Yep. You know, that's why I never liked that person. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it's amazing. Mm. That is un- See, I love talking to people like her. I don't think I've ever spoken to her before. I don't remember ever talking to her before. But she's got just a great attitude. Yeah. Showing up, hey, you know, I'll work my ass off doing an interview. Um, again, it's uh, June 30th. It's 11 days from right now. Comes out at uh, Michael Bryant hour at 12:01. <laughs> so he'll be watching it at 12:01 on the 20th, yep. which will be was that a third? It's 11 days, mm-hmm. so it's a Thursday night, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Friday morning. You're like yeah. beautiful mind the way you like slam yeah, those ca- kind of. Yeah, he's just got like, a calendar mind. Yeah, it is a weird deal. Yeah, numbers, it weird deal. numbers just float to your head. I can see them. Actually. I know people, I, people don't believe, I believe them, you. but I can actually see I believe them in you. my head. Yeah. And I guess some people can. I'm not the only one who can do that. Some mm-hmm. people can do that. There's so much rattling around in that head. I don't even know. <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of rattling. Up there. Wow. <laughs> now, Brittany today, of course, trying to stir the pot, said, "I'm going to ask Catherine this question when she gets here, and I hope you don't mind." She said, Catherine, has Tom ever referred to you as a goddamn disaster? <laughs> Your guess? I don't think so. My bet is no. Probably in a, like a joking way. No. No. I no, bet really? I don't. Never. Never. No. He's actually left, left me that voicemail. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That you are, that I am. Yeah. <laughs> it made my kids yeah. laugh like crazy. We, they we, you know what? We don't do a lot of name calling. No, there's not a lot of names. No, well, but I mean, we're mad. I mean, I can say you that. Well, you are a goddamn good. Thing to <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't think he'd but, ever no, call as, you that. Well, just I don't think married people should call should yeah, should call people should call each other names even when they're arguing. I just no, not obviously when you're no. arguing, but I, I meant like in a joking way. Like I if mean, you forgot something, I could see him being like, well, I mean, like he says it to everybody. Uh, no, not to me. Yeah. It's not that I would be offended at that either. No. Like you've you called know? him a pain in the ass, like well, jokingly. Like, that's not a calling you can be. a name. That's a fact. It well, does see, happen is, once in a while. Facts are different. It's not an opinion of Andy names. nailed it. <laughs> Andy <laughs> nailed it. Truth no, is the ultimate should, defense. You should, <laughs> <laughs> no, you should definitely not. Like couples should no. not call each other no. names. No, no, because you can't not. take that no. back. No. Nope. But like, even if you say "I'm sorry," "I'm sorry," if you call somebody mm-hmm. a really oh, yeah, bad yep. word, yes. it just yes. stays there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, 
he thinks he can talk to me like oh, that, totally. or, you mm-hmm. know. but in a joking way. Yeah, in a joking way. So I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't. I've never done that. Like that, like friendly that. trash talk. Thing, no, you don't do that. That's not your kind of. No. That is true. I don't know. I just well, we didn't really grow up that way, so. No. Well, and you're not like you can't really you're you're not a person that you can tease real no. easily. You don't. No. You don't you take, take things. You're, very yeah, you're personally. not a, And yeah. you can also never tell if I'm being serious when I talk or not. Yeah. Because I kind of talk in a monotone. Uh, yeah. I, I a joke bit. around all the time, and people have no idea I'm joking yeah. because the, of the way I talk. Every once really? on yes. the podcast that I'm listening, you'll get funny, and I notice that. Every so, so but it takes to, a long yeah. time to, learn, to yeah. yeah learn the ways. You have to learn. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I call everybody what? everything all the time. So what did Brittany think? Did she think it was a yes, or why was she so interested? She in didn't this? think I did, ever did. No. Oh. She's right. You're right, Brittany. Yeah. Officer Dave says it's a rite of passage. Officer Dave. Tell Officer Dave I need his real phone number because he doesn't ever answer his... I well, tell him to call in right honey, now. he's given you two fake phone numbers. Yeah, he did. You need to realize that yeah, he doesn't that's want phone calls from you. <laughs> I, I had two, two numbers. I was when trying to get a hold of them. You should do the um the thing that the, the judge did on The Simpsons. What's that? Uh, the judge was expecting like a package, and he's like, "Is my package ready yet?" And the guy goes, "No." And he goes, "Damn it! When it's ready, you call me at this number." And he gives him a piece of paper that says nine one one. Well, it's an emergency. Yeah. You got to take Get care of the judge. Yeah. Officer Dave, call in right now. What's the mm-hmm. number again? Six five. He's calling. And we'll only oh, broadcast your number a little bit. Sure. No, because both numbers I have went right to. Uh, this man is not available and won't be for like a while. I said take like the hint. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pulling you off. He's giving you fake numbers. Get away from me, Tom. He just knows you're going to get in trouble and Dave call him the one help. Officer Dave is with us. So why are you giving Tom fake numbers? Yeah, why are you giving me two fake numbers? Me giving you fake numbers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I called you twice on two different numbers to try to see if you'd get... Do you have any interest uh, in... Maybe 15 times, and he cried each time when you... You know what else happened? <laughs> Did you call Andy? I called Andy, the, and the, the number that Andy gave me just said he's not available right now to take your call. Well, maybe he wasn't available right yeah, now maybe to take your call. Yeah, do not disturb. Do you put mm-hmm. that... Yeah, do you put... If you don't... If you don't leave me a message, it's like I'm. That's, a that's right. You don't man. leave messages very often. I'm not big on leaving do you, messages. Do you accept? Do you well, usually check text messages? I do. Yes. Well, See, Tom, you got to just say, "You goddamn disaster," mm-hmm. and I know exactly who you're talking. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Talking to if so a new can... number calls me without leaving a voicemail or a text message, I'm not going to call it back. So you have no. to call them all back because I never know oh, the case. Yeah, that's true. Well, yep. it depends. Yeah, like if you're line is a business line then yeah you, you basically have to if i call the wrong number i'll always leave a message saying i'm really sorry call the wrong number just so they they know yeah, that's what nice. it was yeah. you, know. just you just breathe heavily for 30 curse. seconds and yeah i tend up. not to do that <laughs> so officer dave what's yes, going sir? on what are you in a squad car right now, right right now. Yeah. you're in a squad why are you in a squad you're not even on the police force anymore I am. What? Oh, I thought you weren't. You yeah, still no, are. he rejoined. Yeah. We've talked about this. Oh, that's right. Oh, I must have blown it off because well, he had nothing rejoined. to do. He moved precincts or whatever. So yep. where, where are you a cop now? He's not going to tell that. you. Yeah, no, don't Why can't he say that? I'm going to target him. on his very large back. What's your badge number? Yeah. <laughs> 13. What size underwear do you wear? 13. It's a very small precinct. 911. Do you work? <laughs> do you... Actually, actually it's, I, I upgraded from a little... Two square miles of tranquility to 
almost the entire county of Hennepin and some Carver, some Anoka. Well, wow. Where are you, where you wow. cray cray? What's wrong with you? Wow. Are you cray cray? <laughs> well, you know, I only have to work a, a couple of days a month. It's a pretty oh. easy gig. Do you no, pilot okay. the police chopper? <laughs> exactly. Learn how, to, learn how to do all this fun stuff mm-hmm. that I've never had to do before. Do you have Fridays off? Uh, not consistently, but I do. Uh, I could. There'll probably be more and more of them coming up now. Well, do you have... I'm gonna, I've, I've actually got work more. I got two jobs now. I work more now than I did when I was fully employed. Really? Were you yeah. available this Friday for like an hour? I could probably. Let's see. Let me look. Check my cat. Yeah, from like 10 15 to 11 15 on, on Friday. Let's see if any crimes are scheduled for that day. Yes. I can do that. I can be I can be in on on uh, Friday. Oh, good. That'll be off. fun. I am off of everything on Friday. Okay, so we'll see you about, 11, about uh, 10 o'clock on Friday. That'll work. Or you can come in even. You know what? You should come in even sooner than that so you can so be on the morning show, too. He, he's going to be on this show on Friday, so I can call in and take up his time. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I've never liked you. I've got to be honest with you. No, that'd be you great having you. In. <laughs> it all works out. All right, get back to work, Pally. We'll see you on Friday. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, Officer Dave. Ladies right. and gentlemen, love you guys. are you too, Pally? He loves. He doesn't uh, love me. He does too. He does not. He loves the show. <laughs> I know that. Well, work on being more lovable. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, you're not very lovable. That might be it. Um, so that's great, Andy. Having, we'll have Officer Dave in on Friday. It'll be wonderful. There you go. And the Friday after that, we're off anyway for the 4th of July weekend because mm-hmm. we're going to be out of town. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, we'll be, we'll, we'll be dark for a yeah, weekend, when are we two off? days. A week and two days. Yeah, Three we're days. off that whole week. So what day so do we stop it, doing the show? It was like a, oh, that's right. We have to send a Thursday? Out a, yeah, we're on the Thursday, th- the twenty eighth, and then we're off. We're I off do the twenty ninth through the tenth. We come back on the July tenth. Oh, so we're taking the whole week of the seventh off, yeah. as well as yeah. the twenty ninth and thirtieth. So is it two Mondays okay, or one right. Monday? It is one Monday. Okay, it's that's a, what we thought. Yes, yeah, so one we were Monday. Talking. Monday. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the third. We won't it was indeed, but we're mm-hmm. looking forward to it because it's been a lot. I literally been working 12, 14 hours a day. Lately. Yeah, I'm very busy. I need the rest. Do you remember we had a talk about this? What, working talk, too hard? A number of months ago, we had a talk. Do you truly want to do all these things? Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I love doing all these things, but I didn't know I'd have to do That's them all by myself. That, and now you're complaining about them. <laughs> now you're talking well, about so people can't hear me. I know. So, you know. No, I'm just saying, I just it's it's a pleasure to do it, but building a new show, it takes a hell of a lot of work. Mm-hmm. It's it really hard does. to grow an empire. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to be it's king. It's hard to grow an empire. It's hard to be king. <laughs> yes, it's hard to be heavy as the crown. Yes, heavy as the heavy head that, that wears the crown. Yes. There we go. Yes. Leave me alone, all of you. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Why did this pick? I just looked down on my screen and it popped up. Score 9 out of 20. Your IQ is over 140. Oh, not this uh, this, and it has a picture of Teddy Roosevelt. Don't You're gonna get into the rabbit it. hole again. Stop it. This. Then we're gonna get your computer shut down. What, yeah. So what is that? Just don't do it. It's a scam. Well, I'm not Go gonna away. do it. I'm, I'm not gonna do it. But why is it on the Star Tribune webpage? Because it's, it's clickbait. They clickbait. pay a little tiny mm-hmm. bit of money for clickbait. To so the Star Tribune. Your, no, they pay the Star Tribune. They probably Ooh, pay or an advertiser Google that, or somebody yeah. or they pay somebody. Yeah. It's to one of those like randomly inserted ads from Google AdSense or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah. But it could be anything from anywhere mm-hmm. you never at know. any time. Step yes, back in time know. with our immersive history quiz. Yeah, stop That's what it says. Move on. <laughs> it's time to move quiz. on. You see my shirt? No. Oh, he's got his Boston my Red Sox shirt on later. My boys are in town <laughs> off a sweep of the, uh, uh, the twins off a sweep of the, um, the. Yes, it's, I'm going to see the Red Sox game tonight. That's so. a, oh, that'll be a good game. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the they just came off a sweep so of the Yankees. Oh, so, really? Yep. And the Twins lost three out of four to Detroit, which is a horrible baseball team. Yeah, right? and the Twins are taking on water like a sinking ship. Four <laughs> games. I'd like to see them lose four games in a row right they now. They probably will. That would be wonderful. I wouldn't doubt it. Yep. I'll be trying to watch my Twins, but I watch just long enough to say they got no chance of winning this game, and then I just leave. Mm. Hey, we haven't talked about the U.S. Open. That was that was something. U.S. Open won by a guy no one's ever heard of. Yeah. Weidman. Wyvern. I don't think it's Weidman. Windham. Yeah. Windham. Windham. I kept calling him Wyvern. Wyvern. Ricky was throwing darts for two days, and then he just went to pieces. Yeah, and Rory me. choked like a dog. He did. He choked like a Scottish yeah. dog. And Windham just like all of a sudden, Cinderella story. Cinderella story, like, baby. Great shot after great shot. And even if he got one bad shot, he'd hit an amazing shot right mm-hmm. afterwards. But I was like, what is happening? He um, he won a U.S. Open the way you win him. You just work. You, it, it, it takes a lot of work to win a U.S. Open. Yeah. Did they make the I... tree reference on that golf course? Yeah, of course. They talked about mm-hmm. uh, the, who the hell was it that used to stand under the tree and watch people play golf? The groundskeeper mm-hmm. guy. The groundskeeper, yeah. Willie? No, not. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about it. It was a big movie star <laughs> back in the 40s. In the 40s? Know. Who am I trying to think of? Harold Humphrey Boyd. Bogart. No. Oh. Humphrey Bogart would stand under a tree and watch all the mm-hmm. all the rounds played there, and he just oh, what he? Yep, I guess I it was wonderful. It's even called the Humphrey tree, I think, mm-hmm. oh. or the Bogart tree, maybe. Sitting well, yeah, I was sad. Tree. I was kind of hoping that Rory would win. Or Ricky. I like Rory. He just but, seems yeah. like a great human being. Turned down eight hundred million dollars, and now it came back to bite him right in the ass. <laughs> Why did he turn down eight hundred million? He didn't want to play with Liv. He thought it was wrong, and yeah. he is with right. Who? It's wrong. Yeah. L I V Saudi Gulf. Arabia. Yeah, out of Saudi Arabia. Who's now bought and everything in the? I don't know what all any of Gulf. these words mean. Yeah, but tell her your favorite Rory McIlroy story and see if she still likes him. Oh no. Meaning about the one that where he drove the green in 365 yards? No. What? The one Which about one? they asked him a question to see if he knew. Oh, yes. Okay. See if you still oh, like him dear. after you hear this. She might like this a lot. Well, because she's a big fan, so I don't know that she'll like this. Well, maybe. Oh, you might yeah. be right about dear. that. So he was being interviewed about 10 years ago? Yeah, somewhere. About 10 years ago before the U.S. Open, I believe it was. And they said, do you mind if we ask you just a random question? And he said, sure, not a problem. I, that, that's fine. They said, okay, here's our question. Can you name one of the Beatles? Oh, that was Rory McIlroy? That was Rory McIlroy. But didn't he say, like, he he's a young Bruce baby. Springsteen or something he, he, nope, stupid? No, even worse. Mm-hmm. He said, um, George Lucas? George oh. Lucas. Wow. <laughs> he couldn't name a Beatle. He could he not name, name a, a Beatle. Well, there's a lot of people that can't name the Beatles. Well, I don't, how do you I don't not? I know who Glenn Miller is, and he Ooh, died before I, know, I was but even he, born. I'm a Beatle. I'd say... Every Gen Z <laughs> yeah. that I well, yeah. could think of. But I have a question for you. Why can I name people going all the way back to 1900? Because I did the research. Where did this music even come from? Well, but from? music is a huge deal to you. And well, it that's was, true, It was yeah. a bigger people, deal back like, then. Andy, I mean, yeah, Andy maybe, probably maybe. would not know a lot of things had he not grown up 
with you as a father, like music wise, because yeah. he just doesn't yeah. really but care that much about Beatles. music. It's not. It's the I know, Beatles. But I, mean, I agree with it. It is the Beatles. I mean, a lot of Gen Z people probably can't name a Spice Girl, and to I my can generation, even name Spice Girls. no, <laughs> I, no, we're not going to compare I the t- Spice Girls I to the Beatles. I think we should. I think we should because, as, no, they're not as historical and important to the history of music or whatever. But they were. Extremely, extremely popular yes, with the generation before sure them, were. and that's true. But that so, doesn't mean that I, it, the Beatles have have transcended a genera- generation. Mm-hmm. They're still in Arguable. the top lists of top I know, musicians, but still, like I can't, like Andy, name one of the Rolling Stones. Val Kilmer. No, Val oh, you Kilmer. Know, you know Mick well Jagger, known. don't you? Oh, Mick Jagger. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. But it's like Who's if Val you, Kilmer? but you, if you An said, actor. if you said to Rory McIlroy, oh, okay, Paul then. McCartney, he'd be like, oh yeah, Paul McCartney. Mm-hmm. Of course, he's heard of Paul McCartney, but it's yeah. like he it's can't. It's like name. I know. Of course, yeah. I know yes. the name Mick Jagger. I just couldn't mm-hmm. think. I didn't associate him with the whatever band you said. Exactly. The Rolling, Rolling Stones. Stones. Yeah. The whatever band. Oh, children. I also, <laughs> I also dump this information two seconds after I hear it. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. so it's just people's brains hold on to different information. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't hold it against Who's the teacher I hear in episode four of The Simpsons? I, mm, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Andy would know. Well, would I mean, Ms. Krabappel was the teacher for like 20 Every years. Yeah, there you go. Say, he nailed it. I was going to say, Mrs. the Krabappel. only one that we know is Mrs. Krabappel. I love Krabappel. Well, no, um, Krabappel. Lisa's teacher, what is her name? You don't see her too often. Often. Mm. I know the <laughs> Sorry, name. Sorry, a rabbit hole dandy. No. I have no be. idea about any of this stuff. Like the doc- you have the doctor, the mm. teacher. Mrs. Hoover. Mm. Oh, Mrs. yeah. Hoover. Hoover. Yep. Yeah. Mrs. Hoover's well, a second grade teacher. Definitely. Who had the affair with Skinner? Skinner? Skinner. Was, yeah. Wasn't, was that Krabappel? Oh, that was Krabappel, yes. That was. Okay. Had an affair with the yeah. principal? Well, I think they even got yeah. married or something. Yeah, I think oh, that's yeah, right. Think that was much did. later. That's kind of when I stopped paying attention mm-hmm. a little bit. Oh. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. Edna's dead because the voice actor died. Mm. Oh. That, oh, really? Like ages ago, yeah. Mm. Oh. I haven't been watching The Simpsons no, It's been a long time. Okay, put your hands up if you're going to see Taylor Swift. T-Swizzle? No, <laughs> T-Swizzle. I potentially actually might end up being able to because I have a friend who was bringing her husband, but now her husband may not be is able to go. Is that friend's name Brittany? No. She's going. Because she, of course she is. Um, of course she is. No, her husband may not be able to go anymore, so she may be taking me. And uh-huh. I, I'm like, I'd, I'd go if somebody sure, was sure like, here's a ticket or sure it's be a good whatever. I'm sure it'll be super fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I wouldn't buy a ticket for hundreds of dollars. Well, aren't they like three grand a piece? Well, well I'm now, sure those are the highest. Yeah, ones. now on StubHub, it's like, yeah, like $1,300 for just a regular ticket. Oh, God. And they're getting scammed out of most of those. Most of them? Apparently, a lot of people are, are, are trying to scam money by offering you, here's some, I know they're $1,300, but we'll give them to you for 600 And they don't even have the tickets. So you buy well, four StubHub, tickets, twenty four hundred dollars, and you're out to twenty four hundred bucks. Well, StubHub mm. is verified. You have to like prove that you have the tickets, and it's through yeah. StubHub. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, don't buy from I, some yeah. random person on Facebook. No, yeah. Well, the place you don't want to go not, is Venmo. Yeah, we beat apparently. tickets, probably not. Well, Venmo is just like, oh, Venmo me the money. Yeah, Venmo's mm-hmm. that's yeah. like yeah. cash. But that's yeah. what I'm saying that you don't want to do that because it's cash. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you want to go never through a verified. You want to go through a verified set. I've never seen her even on television. Is she good? I hear that she puts on a good yep. show. Yeah. She's got you. great songs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't know. I've just never become a big Taylor Swift fan. We're too old for Taylor Swift. Mm, Brittany's older than me, and she loves Taylor yeah, Swift. My friend that's Taylor my Swift. friend that's going on Friday. She's not older but than she's me. She's childish. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know. you my know friend that's going now? on Friday is older than me and loves Taylor Swift. I does Taylor pretend. Swift have a little? Kind of country influence. She in was she country started out as yeah, pop, country I, I, pop. And yeah, I think that Britney's right. probably would be somebody that would listen to country a little yeah. bit, but not anymore. Taylor Swift doesn't have any country and, really anymore. Well, She's generally when pop. they start that way, there's like a little bit of that feeling in their songs. Like I said, I don't to me, listen to Taylor Swift. I wouldn't know. To me, it's just there's two things that have made me not super interested in Taylor Swift. Is like. All of her songs are kind of just about, not all of them, but all the ones that I've heard. Her early stuff was all about breaking up, right? And still, even. Oh, still. It's just, oh. she's still talking about kind of the same thing. And I'm like, we're in our 30s, Taylor. Let's move it along. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. And nice. then, um, I mean, she has some fun, fun little bops, mm-hmm. but I don't know. And then also... Taylor Swift fans are just like the weirdest conspiracy theorist lunatics. Oh, like they come up with, oh, Taylor mentioned this word in this mm. song. And so it must mean this, that she's oh, doing this on this date at this. Mm. T- like they put together and it's just a little mm. desperate. Uh, like it just well, feels I, I a little bit like get that big get of a, a fan base. Social media, you're just going to get those fringy. No, people. Yeah, of course. It doesn't but matter who you but are. But it's not even fringy people. It's like a lot of them. Oh, no, that's a like thing. Perfectly is, normal people. That's a thing. Are doing in fans of like uh, YouTubers and Twitch streamers and that sort of thing. They'll get like weirdly into their lives to the point yeah. where they're like concocting these ideas of how these people are living that are just completely out of nowhere. But it's what they do. They just mm-hmm. sit there on the internet. Talking about like, oh, did you see uh, he looked off to the camera to the left over at uh, the 15 minute and 17 second mark. Uh, That must mean there's someone over there telling him what to do. It's like, I know what what does this matter to you? The guy makes videos, you know, talking about how this cupcake is delicious or whatever. It's like like the dumbest thing in the world. Why is this important? But that's that's everywhere, though, on the Internet. Wasn't it those West Point guys were playing some circle game where you. What? If, if you make a circle with your circle, oh yeah, you get you punch. Th- yeah, the major look circle thing. Oh, and yeah, some, yeah. you so, bought that? No, no, no. Somebody, uh, some West Point cadets were going to be kicked out because somebody watched it on camera and said that they were doing white supremacy. White power, yeah. Oh, yeah, there were are actually, some alternative beliefs that that's exactly what they were doing. No, it just was proven that they weren't. I, they were just playing the circle I, game. I disagree. Well, but I just I read, it. I read a story that they were I understand let that. go and mm-hmm. it was ridiculous and that they were actually playing, which is a sophomoric thing for people to do. Oh, yeah, people mm-hmm. used to do that in my like junior high. Did they? We, I've never seen anyone do oh, that. Yeah, well, they, well we, I didn't see it when I was a kid, but I have seen it. Now that I'm a grown-up. Oh, yeah, junior high, except for it was the guys did it, and if you looked at it, then they hit then each other in the nuts. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, ooh, then. Wow. Mm-hmm. It, I, that I, seems I, a little... Yeah, I, people are just... Oh, Mike from Blaine just said the sack just, tap game. Mm-hmm. See? Mike from Blaine, yeah. he coming wow. in again. I was saying, Mike from Blaine. Holy Mike God. from Blaine, get Where's your ass in what? here with yeah. your mother. He's been in the chat for like a couple weeks now. He's a little boy when he's come back. thought you moved away. Oh, my gosh, he's alive. He How's that? Like he's eight still, years ago. Legal oh geef. He's back. He probably, yeah. got, <laughs> he probably just did something else for a the while. The resurrection of yeah. Mike from Blaine. Mike from Blaine. Interesting. I think the rise of 
of the conspiracy is because we see it more. It's easier to see on Twitter. It's easier to see on the internet where this probably existed in some form 20 years yeah. ago. But it I, wouldn't, it was yeah. smaller groups. Yeah. But I mean, as far as going back to Taylor Swift, like Lizzo fans don't have this weirdness going on. They might. They don't. No, it's like, it's like specific. I mean, I'm sure there are a handful of them because of course, yeah. but yeah. it's like a standard thing because oh. Taylor Swift created this because she's oh. like, Oh, I'm putting some Easter eggs oh, in my songs yeah, to like that. kind of, and uh, now it's started it's like this inviting whole, schizophrenia. Yeah, like everything <laughs> means something. Yep. It's like, okay. Make good. sure to listen to all the prime numbered words yeah. in my next song. It's a message uh, about so you me. specifically. Right. Maybe go sit out inside and Mike look says at a tree. hi, by the way. Hey. Hey, Mike. That's very nice. Hey, Mike. All right, we'll close with this story. You remember the cat woman? You remember her? <laughs> oh, yeah. Which one? There's multiple cat the one in The one in New York that had so much plastic surgery. Oh, not the cat woman. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Batman. I went right to Batman. What was the one that was on the Batman? Um, What's her name? It was Catwoman. Yeah, Catwoman. The original yeah. one? And yeah, the original one was like, uh, what was her girl? name? Oh, um, gosh, what was her name? I, I know, know it. I know it. Um, All right, God. well, I'll tell the, the story. The from the Adam West it. show? Yeah. Uh, let's see. There's a bug. Cat woman. I know, there's a tiny gnat. That's why I it's was like doing Erica this. like Erica or Esther or... Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Oh, right. oh yeah, that's right. yes, Eartha Kitt. Ooh, yeah, this woman is looking rough. Okay. Oh, God, yeah, that the Stop plastic it. surgery lady, it's not good. Okay. She looks like Dolly Parton on steroids. Like a bad steroid reaction. Yes. Yeah. By the way, she's now 82 years old. Holy uh, moly. Uh, Jocelyn Wildenstein was her name. Uh, she was married to Alec was, Wildenstein was. for years. And she's now broke. Well, of course. Uh, she's, she's an addict to surgery, and surgery is yep. expensive. She's flat broke. Do you know what her settlement was in her divorce? What? No. Two and a half billion dollars. And she's broke? And she's broke. What? Wow. How, How do, you... do you do that? You're working. Oh, no, me. not only that. 2.5 billion and 100 million each year for 13 years. For 13 years. Wow. Why would this she one, do that to herself? Billion dollars. The judge stipulated that she could not use any payments for cosmetic surgery. So what did oh. she use it on? Crack cocaine? Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. She might make things so cool. I was going to say, she sort of looks like somebody we know, but I can't say the name. Oh, well, we're Sweet. off the show oh, in about 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, I think I know who you're talking mm. about. 30 this seconds. says. You can tell us. No, what? damn. How could she be broke? I, Two and a half billion. Oh, three billion. You total. could just put some of that away and just live off the interest and then go... Blow the other. Yeah, two point three know. billion. At let's say two point five billion. Let's say you're only I'll making six percent on your money. Well, is it compound interest or is it simple interest? I forget. Well, oh. let's just do simple. Don't know how that works. So it'd actually be three and a half billion because the hundred million she got for eighteen years. Yeah, oh. but we'll just discount almost, that. Almost. Okay, well, we'll go to four billion. She said yeah. that she's never had okay. plastic surgery. Oh, well, uh-huh. okay. Well, maybe just lumpy injections. Let's see, interest rate of what? Two percent or something? No, let you can probably when you're a large depositor like that, you mm. probably can get eight percent on your money. Well, let's go. Eight, let's go, go five six. and a half. Six go percent five. compounded annually. Yeah, six. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Jesus. That's hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You would make. Let's see. Over five years. This says you would make one point three billion dollars in interest. In the wow. interest. 
And she pissed so, it all away. So you don't have to take a half of it and just, just do that. Just put it away. Just put it away. Just yep. do that. And then yep. the rest of it, just like do whatever the hell you want. All of it you could distill. Well, but, uh, you that, know, go but have some fun with it. still live very well. Yeah. well yes. I mean, any normal, reasonable person, I think, could live a very good life on one million a year. Yeah. I would think so. I don't so. know. But oh. some <laughs> people apparently... Yep. <laughs> I don't have that. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're not buying aircraft carriers or, you know, yeah. flying to the moon yeah. <laughs> regularly. Well, even if yeah. you are, Once you, you have a million dollars a year, then you need a private jet. Yeah, then you need more. Yeah. Then she, I'm sure you she need had a castle 12 yachts. to fly your jet yep. to. And, I'm sure yeah. she had multiple <laughs> houses. You when know. did she get divorced? How long ago? 2018, <clears throat> was it in? Oh. Or 99. Nice. She got divorced in 2000. So, no, 1999. <laughs> what was her name? So 24 what? years. Jocelyn Wildenstein. So at least it took some time to spend the money. W-I-L-D-E-N-S-E-I-N. But she's 84. What is that? 82. 82. Oh, 82. Oh. Let's if see. I'd spent that yeah. much money back over that time, I'd be dead. So 24 years. You've been divorced for 24 years, and it took her 18 years to piss away all the money. Let's see. So she had $4 billion to start with. It took her 18 years. That means she was spending. Uh-oh. Let me add some commas to this so I can actually read it. Yes, too many. $222 million a year. Wow. <laughs> Two hundred twenty-two. Oh. Quarter billion a year. Man, I'd, I'd like to go. I would have liked to have been her friend. I was going to say, I want to go to a party. Maybe she hers. was like renting out jets and bringing all her Most friends. I mean, you had to have been. You know, an island for six months. Been. Well, yeah. and a lot of people like that, though, especially people who get money that don't know how to spend money mm-hmm. or how to save money. They have no idea. What they're going to do is some guy in a suit's going to come up to him and say, you know, if you invest this two billion dollars into my company. And there you go, two billion gone. Scammy boyfriends, you're right. Yep. Yeah, uh, people like that fall for scams all the that's time. Still, a lot of scams. That's a lot <laughs> of one scams. One really yeah. good one. Well, I mean, <laughs> some guy he says, you know, I'm the CEO of Target. Give me a billion dollars. People like that, they're going to be like, yeah, here's a billion. Bernie mm-hmm. Madoff was running a good yep. scam. Mm-hmm. Bernie Madoff. <laughs> Maybe she met got Bernie paid Madoff. really well for a while. For a while. Oh, for a while. How many billions of dollars did he defraud? It was like. Mm-hmm. Well, at one time they were talking about $300 billion in, in supposed assets, but it turned out that he actually had taken in something like $65 billion or something like wow. that. $65 billion, yeah. yeah. So it was I mean, all gone. All of these it. investment scams, they can suck up so much money oh, in yeah. such a small amount of time. You wouldn't believe. It's a lot and, of money to yeah. suck up. And a lot of these people, especially... You know, I inherited $2.5 billion, you know, think you're big shit. You're never going to admit to being scammed. Mm-hmm. If someone scams you out of $2 billion, you're going to keep quiet about it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll look like a moron. Yeah. That's true. Well, I think they'll notice when you have to trade in the Rolls Royce for a mm-hmm. Well, there are people are noticing Chevy. now. <laughs> you're greeting people at Byerly's. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow.